for anyone who may not be uh, familiar with the format, you know, we we pray and have a few words and so forth, and then I I go over a lesson, and then uh, afterwards, um, the whole thing takes 20, 30, 40 minutes to most. Uh, then uh, you're free to ask questions, type in questions, um, whatever it is, you can email me, whatever you're most comfortable doing, amen. I'll always get back to you. And so um, that's the format that we use. And uh, we thank God though, as I keep saying over and over, for this wonderful opportunity. We've been looking broadly um, uh, for several months uh, at overcoming fear with faith. We thank God that, you know, it looks like more and more we're seeing light at the end of the tunnel. And we have done, uh, we, we have been blessed and we have come through all of the very uh, frightening things that's been happening over the last two and a half years and we give God all the praise and all the glory and all the honor and we continue to go on in his name hallelujah so again thank God for you I wanted to um, as we continue to look at the life of David and obviously we would con we will conclude it um, sometime this semester um there's so much still there though that we would want to share with uh one another and um by the grace of god we will get through it i wanted to kind of recap uh though uh and looking at second samuel the seventh chapter. We go. We, let's go back there. I think it's a very appropriate place to begin <coughs> tonight. Second Samuel, the seventh chapter and the thirteenth verse, or somewhere. Well, let's start with the um, the eighteenth verse. Let's start with the 18th verse. And this is a prayer of David. I want to start there because after the summer, I think this is a wonderful opportunity that we have to just give God thanks, thanking him for, thanking him for what we experience um last semester what we went through uh this summer and like i prayed um, prayerfully it was a good summer for everyone but there's so much to be thankful for even if that sometimes things were rough now Needless to say, David had some very rough times. 
had a lot of victories too. Unprecedented victories. But he still suffered a lot of anguish, a lot of intrigues, and he must have worried, as we know he did, quite a bit from time to time. But he always turned to God. Hallelujah. Always turned to God. And look at this. And look at this. How he prays in Second Samuel, the seventh chapter, and starting at verse 18. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord and prayed. I think this is such a powerful prayer for many reasons. I wish every time that we pray, many of these elements of this prayer would come through. And this is a prayer of thanksgiving. Who am I, O Sovereign Lord? And what is my family that you have brought me this far? And sometimes as we humble ourselves before God, we really have to ask the question, Who am I? God, that you even bestowed your favor on me in any way. I am not worthy. I'm not good enough. I have not earned your favors, but by your grace. And we now as Christians, through the blood of Jesus Christ, you continue to bless us even as we mess up, you still bless us. Who am I? David prayed. Who am I? Why do I deserve any of this? I'm no special person. My family is, no sp is not special. But you, God, has blessed me mightily. And then in verse 19, it says, And now, Sovereign Lord, in addition to everything else, you speak of giving your servant a lasting dynasty to deal with everyone this way. O oh Lord, O oh Sovereign Lord, we may not have covered this in any depth before. And sometimes we think about Solomon. And I may have said this before, asking God for wisdom to judge the people to be a good ruler. David is doing the same right here. And I want to emphasize again, one of the key things that he begins with after giving God thanks is saying, 
and you bless me now to become a leader of your people. Let me deal. Let me treat your people. Let me deal with your people the same way you have dealt with me. Your kindness, your graciousness, your consideration. Oh, if every time God would bless us, if we could say to God, God, we thank you. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you for what you have entrusted us with. Now, if you would just give us the grace and allow me to use this blessing that people may benefit from it and use it with the same spirit and the same heart that you have given me this blessing. And in many cases, our blessings are to be shared anyhow. What can I say to you, David, inquire? You know what your servant is really like, God. What a man. What an example. To just bear, bear your soul out. To, to hold nothing back. Even though God knows us, he knows all our strength and our weaknesses and our in-betweens. But to be able to be so honest before God, God, you know me. You know that probably down the line I might mess up and I will fall short of your grace. You know my strength. You know my weaknesses. Verse 21. Because of your promise and according to your will, you have done all these great things that have made them known to your servant. And we don't need to brag. You know, even though people might misunderstand us and think that we're bragging, we give praise to God, we testify to His goodness publicly that we might encourage others to serve God, but it's not that we are bragging about ourselves. If there's any bragging, we're bragging about God. In these episodes that I've been telling folk about, like a chapter come out every week, it's in an electronic book form on Kindle. Kindle can be downloaded for free or you can go directly to it through a link to Amazon. I spoke about a silent hero. 
And about some important lessons that I learned a long time ago that even though people might misunderstand you, you don't necessarily have to brag. Even if they accuse you of bragging, you brag about God. And you can be silent about all the wonderful things that you have accomplished through the grace of God and all the great things that God has allowed you to do. And I truly and really believe that God would just keep pouring on the blessings on you. I really, really truly believe that. That's why I wrote about it. A great experience that I learned from, from a little boy. Because in verse 21 of your promise and according to your will, it's about God and never about us. You have done great things and make me, David, realize what they are and we can infer from this and allow other people to see it. To go back <coughs> and read some of the things that came before uh, this seventh chapter, and then we move forward and read some more about the wonderful victories, the tremendous victories that David had in battle. He gave the glory all to God. Verse 22. How great you are, O oh God. There is no one like you. We have never even heard of another God like you. What other nation on earth is like your people Israel? What other nation, O oh God, have you redeemed from slavery to be your own people? You made a great name for yourself when you redeem your people from Egypt. You perform awesome miracles and drove out the nations and God has stood in their way. You made Israel your very own people forever and you, O Lord, became their God. <coughs> God doesn't have to accept us through his son, Jesus Christ, to be his people and save us. And a great lesson that comes out here, what David is saying to God, and we could, you know, elaborate on this a little bit. He's not just thanking God for himself. He's thanking God for the people that he has given David to lead. 
So we thank God not only for the blessing that he gives us, but how we're able to use the blessings that others might be benefited. And we, uh, we thank God for the people who will be blessed because we are blessed. We thank him for our families, our relatives, our friends, and those who are unknown to us and even our enemies who are being blessed by us because there will be people who might be envious, envious of your blessings. And although they're being envious, mean-spirited, and everything else, or may even try to obstruct you in your blessings, they are being blessed too. And not everybody was obedient to God. As we'll see, not everybody was obedient to David. But David is asking that God bless everybody. And he thanked God for making all of us be the people that he would have us to be if we just follow his will in our lives. We are going to really explore some things in the coming weeks that you may be familiar with. And we have gone through some of this before. Perhaps there's no one else in the Bible that we know more about is relationship, their relationship to their families like David. And if you just sit back and think about it, why has God through his word revealed so much to us about the relationship that David had with his family. So you can keep on reading through Second Samuel. <clears throat> because relationship that he had with his family as we have kind of talked about before was oftentimes very rocky. And we may have some questions about that. And it's not that God is saying to us that our relationship with our family must be rocky in order for us to save him, to serve him. No, he's not saying that. He's saying that life might just give you some lemons even through your family. David is thanking God, and could we ask if God, did David realize that things could get rough? That he needed God to help him through the difficult times that may come ahead with a relationship with his family? 
I don't know, but it's possible. But I encourage everybody, I encourage everybody to keep praying. Keep praying for your family as you deal with them, they deal with you. Doesn't make David a less than anybody else. And sometimes we like to paint things with a broad brush to such an extent that we'll say, well, God, I know everything is going to be all right. Okay, dokie, always with those around me, my friends and others know, but do like David said. You know, I need you, Lord. I need you. I'm your servant. And I'll do as you have promised concerning me and my family. <coughs> and you have promised that I will be on the throne forever. So regardless of what might come forward, my blessings will last forever. And however you want to deal with the people, I will deal with the people, and even my family. I'm trusting that it will all work out in the end. We have to trust God. I wrote a book many years ago. It uh, has to do with some wise sayings. It, it is meant to be a little funny so that people might pay a little attention. And I, and, I, and I came across this, you know, you know, Facebook brings up memories from time to time. So when, you know, sometimes it bring up, it bring up a memory and, so, you know, something that you had published. And this came from Kindle Quotes. Uh, it's a, it's a, uh, a group of my writings that is quoted from the Kindle, that particular book, about wise sayings. And uh, it's, 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 it's something that I thought about even as I was thinking about David today, how he trusted God. And if I, if I, if I don't leave anything else with you tonight, I'd like to leave this with you about the great trust that David had in God. And so this is a little funny. It's, uh, it's, it's of, of course, uh, many of you have, have read this. It's common sense for living, wise saying in all words, 
And this is from the Amplified Edition. And like I said, it, it, meant, it meant to be a little funny. Wherever you are going, God is already there. And wherever you came from, God is still there. Trust God. God is not a young doctor or an old barber. Trust God. So I thought I'd start the other night and uh, in the 